The views and opinions expressed on Beautiful Disasters are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their sponsors, or anyone else involved. Also, there is going to be a lot of adult language used on this podcast, so please keep your little kitties away unless you don't care about them that much. Another episode of Beautiful Disasters. Oh, yeah. This is a full-length one, too. Not them goddamn schlock views. That's oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> that is right. Yeah, this is a full-on episode. I don't know. I was all shitty about schlock abuse anyway, but... What the fuck's wrong with schlock abuse? I don't know. I think it's... I, went, I had some schlock abuse, like, you know, PD, TDSD, so... Uh, yeah. Yeah, me too. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no. This is a full episode, and this movie is... Seriously interesting. Yep. It's fucking fantastic. <laughs> it, it's something else. Yeah. I, I don't even know how to describe it. However, we should describe our guest today. Yes, yes. So let's introduce ourselves. All right. I, I am the Groots. F.U. Hunter. Parker Ritchie. And Parker is with us tonight. Yeah, brought the kid in for another one, so. Oh, shit. Here we go again. <laughs> Which ironic is the last episode you're on was the movie Fat Man. Fat Man, where literally it's Mel Gibson who's not fat. The movie we're doing tonight stars a fat very, Russell Crowe, very fat and sweaty. Indeed. Yeah, that has nothing to do with the movie. So no, the movie we're doing tonight, Unhinged. <laughs> Unhinged. So movie came out. 2020 it was actually one of the first movies to open back up in theaters when they started doing limited capacity um, near the end of the summer of no 2020. Shit. Yep. So people saw this in theaters. Some that. people, not a lot of people. <laughs> 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 I can put it. Um, and then it just came out on Prime, I think, uh, two weeks ago. And I was curious, and uh, Parker and me sat down, and watched it, and we realized we need to record an episode on this fucking movie. This fucking movie right. is awesome. Yeah. So this goes back into our uh, recent tirade of uh, <laughs> relatively contemporary movies. You know, yep. we've we've done a lot of movies that are recent, which also fit our bill of being like schlock cult movies. This definitely was a very unplanned, very sporadic. As I as Parker and me were watching this, this this is amazing tire fire and like yeah we're gonna add this in wasn't scheduled sometimes some of the contemporary movies we were like oh let's wait we're definitely like willie's wonderland yeah not this this was awesome yeah this one was definitely a last minute we gotta talk about this fucking movie (laughs) i mean that's how fat man happened exactly it's just too unhinged we couldn't resist it was so unhinged (laughs) now i remember when you uh when you asked me, it's like, are you interested in doing Unhinged? And I was like, oh, shit. Are you talking about the crazy-ass, like, 1982 slasher <laughs> Unhinged? That was like a Fun. video nasty from back in the day? You're like, no, dude. The new one. <laughs> the like, one with oh, fat, okay. sweaty Russell Crowe chasing some chick. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a, a totally different one. Yeah, Nothing like, wrong with that. Yeah, like the guy completely immune to the law. 
Yep. <laughs> right. So let's just jump in. Um, it's direct, it's yes. directed by, what's this guy's name? Derek Borte? Yeah. Which I looked at his credits, nothing... Nothing jumped out. Yeah. Not a thing. Obviously, the main star of this movie, and it hits you over the head with the you know advertising and stuff like that, is Russell Crowe. Russell um, Crowe. Yeah. Everybody else, Indeed. some people are recognizable, but he's the big... Uh, spotlight star of this this movie everybody else is like second or third tier yeah no worries you'll you'll recognize some faces in there we'll get into it some people that was like oh shit that person's in this yeah Yeah. but it's pretty much a russell crowe starring vehicle so let's just fucking dive into it unless anybody wants to throw anything out before we start getting dissected the plot of unhinged no 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 all my comments are going to be like middle or after the fact (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will say that like this movie starts with an angry Russell Crowe. Yeah, and that's that's throwing the- his wedding ring away. <laughs> and then basically he breaks into a house and burns a bunch of motherfuckers alive. Yep. Was he having like an axe or what was it that It was a hammer, and I don't think they were alive. He smashed their fucking heads in. Yeah, because you you see him, he's sitting in the car, and you can tell like he's he's got his his medication, and he's obviously very like disturbed, and just gets out of the truck, walks up, just starts hammering the fuck out of the door till this guy answers, like, what are you doing? And then he starts hammering the fuck out of that guy. And then you hear see a woman roll up and like inside the house and be like, "What are you doing?" And she recognizes him and then runs away. And then you don't see her getting hammered, but you kind of hear her hear screaming very loudly, yeah. getting everybody's all goopy. Dead. Yeah, and I don't know if like the reveal of the medication was that early, but later on it was hydrocodone, and I'm like, wait. What? He's the most active person on hydrocodone. Cause no, 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 no. Exactly. Yeah. Because like, this is not a uh, freaking like hydrocodone addict. You know, I this almost is- feel like they almost had to add that into it just to sort of explain his irrational behavior. But it but makes then, no sense. But then you get to the credits or the opening credit sequence, and then it's just news reports about road rage and road rage and like you know it's right. getting really bad out there. So like. You're literally, that's not the drug that's going to do it. Yeah, you're no. not going to do it on weed. Yeah, yeah, and you're not going to do he it on any kind of heroin. Huge blunt and then beat the shit out of five people. Like that's not how that works. And exactly. No. Unless any it's form, a controller in his hand. That's any the only way. form of heroin is not going to be the thing that makes <laughs> you kill people. Crazy. You know. Ugh. You know what might make you kill people? Fucking zero sleep. Because this guy did not sleep at all in the entire movie. He's been up since 4 a.m. at yeah. least. Oh, yeah, because he's that's he's sitting outside the truck. It's fucking 4 a.m. Yeah. And, and, and again, that's, you know, one of the side effects to Hydro is they always make you stay up all night. Or, no, they usually knock you the fuck out. Now, when we first get introduced to Russell Crowe, and I'm going to bring this up right at the beginning, uh, as he gets out of the truck, he's a bit rounder than what we've seen him in other roles. That's true. Kind of a fat fuck. Yeah, and I, I maybe that is where he these hydros aren't affecting him, and that's why they had what looks to be an obvious fat suit for Russell Crowe. Besides that, there's no reason for him to look like that in this movie at all. It, it has nothing to do with the plot. It's just Russell Crowe in a fat suit being very sweaty. And you're right, because, uh, I mean, he has gotten stockier over the years. Like, you know, he's a broad motherfucker yeah. now. 
And when we saw him in The Nice Guys, what, six, seven years ago? Yeah, he was a little bigger, but he wasn't... He was bigger. He was built, though. Yeah. He wasn't a big, fat dude. Yeah. Well, um, this one, he's not really... It's just his, he has his giant belly. He has a sand... Again, he has a fat man-style belly. It's just this yeah. jolly belly. His arms are not that fat and, like, everything else. It's just... That's why it looks like a goddamn fat suit. It's like, all my weight went to the tummy. I'm sure it is. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Like, I... You know, I'm not arguing this fact. Yeah. But... It was a choice made, and we're going to continue. Yeah, exactly. I'm okay. just, it just throws me off because you hear of you know different actors who dive into these roles. De Niro and Raging Bull gain sure. weight. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Tom Hanks and Castaway who fucking like gained some weight and then lost a fuck ton of weight. And those make sense. Raging Bull, obviously, it's a biopic on there. Right. Castaway, you've got to show the you know years of living on a fucking desert island. This movie. Not so much. You don't. You, you can have a Russell Crowe any size because it has no factor. So that's why it just kind of threw me that's off. That's true. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't have to do the uh, Christian Bale like fucking. Yeah, exactly. You know, when he's doing. What's his nuts from the government? Yeah. In Vice. Because <laughs> he gained a lot of weight for that. <laughs> but then we. Uh, we All right. So then it cuts to black. You know, Russell Crowe, Fatty kills his fucking family and then it goes to black. Then we get right. to. Mom waking up on the couch to her lawyer, pretty much telling her that, you know, I, she's going through this divorce and uh, the husband wants the house and she's freaking yeah. the fuck out. But then she also realizes, oh, shit, I'm late as fuck. Like, uh, she didn't set alarms. Kid comes down like, oh, we got to go to school now, mom. And you realize, oh, she's one of these people that's constantly fucking late. And this kid shit talks his mom the entire fucking movie. Yeah, like, he, does. he just hates her he's guts. pretty fucking burnt out on her too yeah he's like funny. fucking done well i guess it, that's a legit well because she gets to this point where she's like stuck in the freeway and she's like you know what i hate people in cars and he's like well you wouldn't hate him if you actually got up on time mom like and i'm like god damn like <laughs> and by the way this is literally right after you find out that yeah she as she's running late she's got to drop the kid off at school and she calls her client to let him know that she's gonna be running late the client's like fuck this i'm done like, which is weird because she was like, I'm going to be like 15, 20 minutes late. I'm stuck in traffic. And she's like, this happens all the time. We're fucking done. I was like, God says, damn. you're fired. Yeah, you're fired. Well, I mean, that's legit. Though. Yeah. I mean, like, so you, you have somebody come in late to work a million times. You're like, you're done with them. Yeah. Well, and the whole thing is, is that you can tell she's down her luck because she's living at her brother's and his fiance's house. Yeah. You know, so obviously she's trying to get her shit together. She's losing clients. You know, she's late as fuck. Of course, she's on the regular uh, road, and then she's like, I'm going to jump on the freeway. Her son, again, just to much keep smarter. fucking just, just keep reminding mom, you're, you're fucking shit up. He's like, it's going to be, you're going to get into traffic. And she gets into traffic. and <laughs> yeah. So she's pissed as fuck. Finally, she sees a way to get off the freeway. She rolls her there. She's already stressed because she lost a client. Kid's going to be, he's like, Mom, we're gonna have another fucking tardy. Damn, something needs to happen here. But she's at the light. Light changes. The truck in front of her won't fucking go. She starts honking, honking. He won't fucking do anything. She's fucking slamming on that horn. So finally, the lights turning yellow. She drives around there, fucking says, I don't know, calls him an asshole or like that, and then turns. You're like, all right, and then you're like, wait. 
that's the same truck from earlier in the movie. And we find out as she's waiting at the next light, here rolls in the big truck. He tells her son, who's in the back seat, to roll down the window. <laughs> and then we get introduced to some sort of Russell Crowe accent. I, 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 I would, again, describe it as him trying to do Bill Clinton, but with his food in his mouth. I don't know. But he tells the kid to roll down the window. And he said, you know, you know, we, we do cursey. You know, it's like it's the way you do it is a courtesy, you know, honk. Like, hey, you know what a courtesy honk is, kid? Yeah, He's... and it's talking shit to this kid who's in the back seat, and then like, you know, demands an apology because the mom honk raped him is the best way I could put it. <laughs> yeah, like you know, how dare you honk rape me over and over again? Oh, and uh... <laughs> that might be the uh, <laughs> yeah. some version of the. Uh... Secondary because that's how he reacts. He is holy fuck, and she's just like, "Hey, (laughs) you didn't fucking go. I'm gonna fucking I'm late." And he's like, "Well, you know what? We all we all got places to fucking be." Yeah, and just like you know, and she's like, "Well, I'm having you know." He's like, "I'm having. I'm gonna apologize." And she's like, "Okay, fine, whatever." And I was like, "Now where's my apology?" And she's like, "Fuck off!" And of course, I didn't stress this, but her car's beat to shit so <laughs> now that really awkward part where now he's keeps talking to her and her son can't roll the window because the car's fucking old as shit and so she's like roll the window he's like i can't mom and so he's just like you you'll know what a bad day is and you're like what the fuck is going on and there we go we started <laughs> off and pretty much she's driving and then he's chasing her and gets in front of her and then slams his car to stop traffic just to do some weird like stare down at her or just to <laughs> fuck with her yeah. was really what it was about now i'm gonna remind you uh one thing we, we forgot to bring up too is that um before they left the house in the morning the newscast already is talking about the double homicide and the house on fire and to look out for a gray pickup truck right so he's wanted at this point he's been identified and wanted by the police a theme throughout the entire movie, the police department in whatever fictitious town this is, they fucking um, suck. They suck. And I, I, I have a theory because it looks like it's DC a little bit at different times. I thought it was Atlanta. It, it might have been, but did they actually ever say it? Because I couldn't see any license plates. I'm and I feel like sure. they might have actually said what the town was, but then because of how shitty the response by the police force, they made it like a nameless town because you well, got this guy who's yeah. wanted by cops double homicide, stopping fucking traffic, and he continues to get away with shit throughout this fucking movie. Well, I mean, you know, cops are... <laughs> cops are cops. Yeah, I know. And I, they got a lot to do. It's just you kind of keep expecting for somebody to show up in different scenes of this movie. Yeah. And nobody you know. ever shows up, or they show up way the fuck late. So, I mean, the basic gist is that she is unresponsive in her sort of vehicular <laughs> needs, she honks at the guy, pulls around him, cuts him and off. he decides that this is the biggest slight. Yeah. Apparently, since he murdered his family. <laughs> so he's going to target her. For, he's like, you're going to know what a bad day's like. Yeah, exactly. Because she honked at him some because he didn't fucking drive at a green light, which I would do too. Yeah. And then he demanded an apology from her. And that's, I think, what she, when he, she's like, you could go fuck yourself with an apology. He's like, 
oh no no yeah she's like no it's like fuck you like drive on the road yeah like obey the laws but no that is the catalyst that sets this entire fucking narrative (laughs) in motion where he's going to hunt her down now yeah and so there's crazy driving and shit like that she eventually gets him her kid to school right right and he's late and he gets attention like well, said, I think he got a tardy. I don't think it was detention, was it? It was three detentions and he got a tar- and it, it was three tardies and he got a detention. You know, that's got to fucking suck, by it the way. It really does. If you, you're going to go to detention, you should fucking earn that shit. Like, tell the teacher F off or fucking, like, be cheating on somebody's work. But, goddamn, getting three, tar- like, three tardies to go to detention and it's your mom's fault? Yeah. Like, she should be the one in fucking detention. I'm just saying, if I was a kid, I'd be like, all right, mom, get there fucking 410, sit down for 30 minutes, all right? <laughs> Man, I got all the detentions when I was in <laughs> Catholic school for like dumbass shit. Like, oh, I had a shirt tail untucked. Yeah, what but you it? you earned that shit. That wasn't transportation's fault, right? I didn't earn it. It was just, I mean, <laughs> but, well, but I'm just saying, it like, was little tiny things. Yeah, and it's always little tiny things. Either way, I'm just saying they're punishing the kid, and he's it's transportation's fault, not his fucking fault. That's I'm true. Just throwing it out there, you know. That is true. <laughs> However, all right, so we got a serious, like, all right, so this movie is based upon the notion of road rage. Yep. Road rage. This is what Russell Crowe's character decides is the catalyst for him to fucking victimize these people, these yeah. other characters. Well, because you initially, too, think, like, he's they're chasing back and forth for a few miles before they get to the school. She's able to, like, ditch loot, him. Yeah, ditch him. And like, and you're like, all right, well, that was fucking freaky, but I mean, it's all done. Not knowing, no, now this motherfucker is going to hunt you down. Yeah, any sane person, even any sane person who was road raging, would probably fucking calm down. In, yeah, in in the you know in the period of like thirty minutes or something. But he's like, on all, all right. those hydros, man. Like he's all fucked up, man. You know how angry you get when you're no, again. no, you don't. <laughs> no, hydrocodone is not that kind you know of drug. How it just builds the anger, and no, no, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. If he was on any kind of stimulant, I would totally <laughs> understand. Yeah. Yeah, if you, yeah. Say, if you saw him like, do a rail line of coke, and he's just like, oh, I'm going to fucking get there. Like, the, okay. But, yeah. like, all right, whatever. Like, painkillers. like fucking, like, doing PCP, crocodile. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Anything other than, like, a super depressant drug. Now, we do get a throwaway line right before she drops the kid off at school, which is the kid's dad calls, and she hands the phone to her son in the back, and he's like, uh, Mom, you don't have a lock screen. She's like, I almost got into an accident last time I tried to unlock my phone, so I just don't have a lock screen on there. Which, again, is not very smart. At and all. is a factor for many deaths, I would say, in this fucking movie, is yes. the annoyance of a lock screen. Can we just throw that out there? I mean... Well, there's that, and also the fact that her inability to be a responsible adult (laughs) is basically the catalyst for the rest of this film. Yeah. Including the fact that, you know, she ends up after dropping off the kid, goes to a gas station, leaves her phone in the car, leaves it unlocked, leaves it unlocked, goes to get gas. Well, the thing that threw me off too, is that she starts putting gas in her car and she takes the gas cap 
and lodges it into the the handle so it'll keep pumping and then she just casually walks in i'm pretty sure you're a supposed to be at the gas pump when you're filling up gas and b like once she's filled that thing's gonna keep spilling fucking gas because she's got it jammed up so the handle won't fucking turn off no i'm pretty sure she would be the kind of person that would just like be uh oblivious yeah. and drive off <laughs> with the gas pump still in her car yeah. yeah it would break off because they have safety measures where they break off at the at the pump but, but I, yeah. I remember going like is she really she's just gonna just fill up gas while she's in the fucking store okay so she's in the store she's getting some shit as she's you know at the register she notices in the security camera out of the pumps there's a gray truck right behind her car and she realizes, oh, fuck, it's Sweaty Crow. He has found me, and he's not done with the road raging. Now, this was a very easy solution. I'm going to stress <laughs> this as much as possible. The cashier goes, what's going on? She says, that guy, he was road raging. He you know, tried to run me off the road. Um, I'm, I'm really freaked out. She goes, do you want me to call the cops? The answer should be 100% yes. yes. I will stay here and the cops show up. But then there's some dude that I think, I guess, was trying to be Mac Daddy and was like, hold on a second. We don't need to involve the cops in this. and You'll have to wait forever for them to show up. Yeah, I'll just piss him how off about, more. How about I'll go out there with you, give him the fucking stink eye, look all badass, and you get in your car, I'll get his license plate, and then you just roll out there. And she's like, and that the, sounds like a better idea. And the underlying uh, mentality there is like, yeah, and maybe like two weeks later we'll text and we'll yeah, fuck. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I'll get your digits, you know, for the crazy license plate guy. Yeah, or, yeah however he was working I'm it doing out. a good deed, but they're, you know, come on It seemed on like, now. yeah, he was trying to be helpful, but there was also that, mm, maybe I'll get a little side action here. I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> And he ends up being the next tragic character. Oh, man. Oh, run over. Because he does kind of like stand in between the cars while she pulls off, and then he gets run the fuck down. Well, what was awesome And then run the fuck over. Yeah. What's awesome is is that, yeah, so he he pretty much like gets Liza plate, gives it to her, she gets in the car, and then as she pulls away, he's like, now my body will stop this giant truck from moving forward. But what he doesn't know about Russell Crowe is that Russell Crowe is unhinged. And uh, doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. So Russell Crowe's like, all right, I mean, if you want to be in front of my fucking giant truck, just fucking guns it. And what's great is technically Russell Crowe didn't kill him because he runs into him. He guys on the hood, throws him off the hood. And then incoming car the other way is what fucking destroys the guy that was on the hood. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, so technically the truck didn't kill him. The other car. super yeah, technically he's I mean, he basically like, yeah, yeah. Toss a dude into the fucking road and another car rolled over. Him, yeah. Right. So she, before she got on the gas station and made an appointment, she's actually going to meet her buddy who is also, I guess her divorce, divorce court lawyer at a breakfast place to go over some shit. Right. And Played by the dude who was one of the, uh, what brothers were they? The Boyles. The Boyles. Yeah. Yeah, from... Uh, it's Always Sunny. Always the Sunny. Same dude that was in uh, Westworld. And yes. Yeah. So, but yeah, so as she already set up this appointment, and then she went to the gas station. Well, as she's driving, there's Russell Crowe chasing her again. There's Epic back and forth. Literally, they're at a stop sign, or stoplight, and his truck is ramming into her over and over again. All the other cars see this 
Nobody does anything. Again, this dude is wanted by the police. He's now slamming the station wagon over and over again. And people are like, yep, what can you do? (laughs) At least she has a Volvo, so you know she's secure. Yeah, but still, if you're you're like in the lane, you see a giant fucking truck (laughs) slamming this Volvo over and over again. Wouldn't you be like, shouldn't I fucking do something? Probably call the cops or something. Like, eh, yeah, you know what? She probably cut him off. No, this is Chicago. Just like New York. (laughs) Like, everyone's just got their... Blinders on and eyes for like oh <laughs> not, somebody's see, getting see nothing. somebody's getting raped over there. Yeah. It's like uh, I'm just trying to get to work. Yeah, but eventually he <laughs> runs her off the one side of the road and he drives another way and she's like feels Going like okay onco- uh, oncoming traffic. Yeah, yeah, she has to drive an oncoming. Tra- that's right, because then she gets greeted by <laughs> the nicest accepting lady ever. Yeah, you you want to go sassy with? black girl that just curses her the fuck out for like five <laughs> minutes straight. She's like trying to apologize, but she just keeps saying "fuck you, bitch," yeah. and just like, fuck bitch, off. what are you doing? Like, yeah. One way street. Yeah, one way street. And she's like, I'm sorry, this conversation. She's like, I don't fucking care. Get the fuck out of here. So, but she finally avoided, you know, Sweaty Crow. And she parks in the, you know, parking space to catch her breath. Think right. about maybe potentially going to the cops, but not actually doing it. Just She doesn't have her phone. Yeah. Well, she starts searching for her phone. Oh, because, yeah, that's she right. Did he, that shows, while, yeah. he shows her. Hey, you're missing something. Like, yep. Yeah, she couldn't find her phone. Yeah, he got it. And then this. All right. Up to this point, I would just say this. It's it's goofy, but yeah, it's road rage. And he's going after her and he found her car at the gas station. And it's pretty nuts. But you're like, okay, so this guy wants to cause her to get into an accident or something like that. The next scene is where you're like, okay, what the fuck am I watching here? Because that's where he goes crazy. Well, that's where. Literally, it cuts to the breakfast place. There is one of the McBoyle twins. Yes. Sitting at the table, and in comes in Sweaty Crow. And <laughs> apparently true. he gives a fake name, Tom Cooper, and says that he's an old friend of hers. And just sits down right there at the table, like, hey. And you realize... Guy doesn't know. Yeah. No. The only thing he knows, and they both kind of bond over... You know, I'm a friend of Rachel's, and you know how she's always late. And the lawyer's like, that is Rachel. So, like, right there, he passed the, do you know Rachel? Because he's like, you know how she's always fucking late to meetings. And he's like, I know what you're talking about. You obviously must know Rachel, because you called her on the late, being late for shit. But he didn't play that shit for long, because it wasn't long after that he fucking smashed a coffee cup into that dude's face. Well, what you find... Broke his fucking face. Yeah. You know... The funny part about that is, you know how he said, you want to make a bet if I can get her on the phone, right? And if he could get the call, her to answer, he's like, you'll buy me a cup of coffee. And if she doesn't pick up, you get the cup of coffee. Ah. But technically, he still gets the fucking cup of coffee just to good the fucking call. face. That's a good call. I didn't even That's think a, about I that. I didn't even think of that either. Yeah, That's he kind of amazing. The, he does get the cup of coffee in his face, which Dude, breaks his fucking nose. Wow. Good job. Because, yeah, what you find out is he has her phone. He then tells, he's like, you know, he makes his bet with the lawyer and he's like, I, if I get her the phone. And then he calls this number and she hears the phone ringing and she finds in their center console the oldest fucking flip phone. Because, of course, Russell Crowe, crazy guy, has a cheap has, shit. I'm just saying, has the most basic flip phone. Oh, yeah, yeah. He left her with a fucking burner. Yeah. <laughs> but he he hands her he pretty much calls and then hands the phone to the lawyer. The lawyer's like, 
hey, uh, hey, I'm just here to talk to your apparently good friend, Tom Cooper. And she's like, no, no, no. That's... And, yeah, and she's like, yeah, no, that's not him. And he hands the phone back, back to, to fucking Sweaty Crow. And... <laughs> and all right. And they that they talk back and forth, and then he ends That's up That's when he just, smashes the face with the fucking coffee cup. Yeah, because he can hear her panicking on the fucking phone, and he's like, hey, can I have my phone back? And he just smashes the fucking cup on his face. And one of the things that really bothered me about this scene is that we're not talking about, like, a empty diner with maybe one or two guests over there. This is like a fucking IHOP that's packed. There's at least 30 or oh, yeah, plus yeah. motherfuckers at all these other tables. So imagine you're sitting at another table and you see some dude take a fucking coffee cup and just smash it in a guy's face. You think, okay, this is getting kind of serious. Call the cops. If this gets any escalates anymore, yeah, yeah. maybe someone should notice. do something. Or not a single just fucking soul. Sit there and they all sat there and <laughs> fucking watched as this dude punched the shit out of him several times and then proceeded to kill him with a fucking butter knife. Yeah, because he literally puts it on the side. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna show you real pain or whatever. And like he grabs a butter knife. Again, he has no gun. He has nothing. Not a single soul. Either patrons or the staff, say the I don't I would just throw out there the kitchen staff that has access to better sharper knives than say the butter yeah. knife nobody fucking does a thing and he gets this villain monologue that's going on he's talking to her over the phone and people are, the only thing i see people doing is raising their phones to record this shit besides that nobody's doing a fucking thing and well, then he fucking is, stabs fucking yeah. dude in there again it's, how the fuck does nobody do a thing he doesn't have any weapons it's the perfect example of nobody expects a spanish Inquisition. Exactly. Okay. It's one thing that people would notice that he fucking like smashed a dude in the face. And it's like, holy shit, did that just happen? And then literally in their perspective, 15 seconds later, he stabs the motherfucker in the back of the neck with a butter knife. But it's still longer than that. It's, it's, he's it's doing longer, yeah. but nobody has any... Like regular folks in a regular place in a regular IHOP or wherever, whatever this <laughs> diner was, they don't, you know, they're just like, wait, is this really happening? See, I, I blame the management because I'm going to throw for a second there where I had an incident happen at the theater of, like a few years ago where I had a fight break out and these guys were fighting in front of concession where we had all the stanchions. They knocked over one of the stanchions, and those had the metal, like, the heavy bases, so they stay up there. Yeah. And the dude grabbed one of those to try to hit the other guy. And I, at that mm-hmm. point, had to jump in and grab that stanchion to stop from that guy using one of, something from, you know, the lobby to murder a motherfucker. <laughs> Again, I didn't want to do it, but I had to do it. So I blame the management of this restaurant where, goddamn, at least somebody could have stepped in. The dude has a fucking butter knife. Especially if it's a private place. Yeah. There should be at least one guy behind the line that has access to a shotgun. Be like, bitch, motherfucking please. This is I, my I place. Cu- I am curious about the Yelp reviews. Like, the food was all right, but did see a guy get murdered with a butter knife <laughs> while there. Uh, one star. Sorry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. All right. So he yeah. casually walks out. Again, he doesn't no rush out. Stops him. He, he can't rush out because, like, they emphasize he's very casual, just walks out, gets into, again, 
the same truck now that he, you know, the police are looking for that's caused homicide after homicide, just gets in, just drives away. And he's back on the phone with her. Yep. And he's like, hey, uh, who's going to die next? Because here's, again, we brought it up. He's able to access all of her information on the phone. Yeah. Because she does not have a lock screen. So exactly. he starts reading off. He's like, I can see you have an appointment with the psychiatrist on Friday. You're going to have a lot more shit to talk about now. Like, just fucking with her. I get yeah. all your contacts. Like, uh, should we do Russian roulette with them? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And, Let's uh, go. This was the fu- this was the part where he went on like a like two three minute rant of just how much lawyers will fuck you over and how they fuck your <laughs> yeah. fuck your life fuck your wife fuck your pay your pay fuck everything. <laughs> so he made her choose who's gonna die next, who is it, and she ended up picking. <laughs> she didn't want to pick anybody, but after she didn't watching, want like, to. Well, if you force my hand. Well, and first she picked the, herself. It was, yeah, but that wasn't going to work. Yeah, he was like, that's a, come that, on, that's a pussy answer. That defeats the fucking that. purpose yeah. of all she this. She ended up picking the woman that just fired her. Yeah. And he's like, who is that? And she's like, well, he just, she did just fire me. So he's like, all right, you made a good point. All right, I'll go ahead and kill her. But, like, he doesn't want to, like, he wants to kill somebody that's important to her. Not, uh, uh, you know, obviously the person that just fucking fired her. But the deal's a deal. So that's who he's like, all right, well. Then that's who I'm going to plan to murder. So, but it's a trick. It is. Oh, oh. Because now she's called the cops and she's like, you need to get to this address. This guy's going to go kill one of my clients because that's who he forced me to say. Oh, no. Because then we get to back to her brother's house, which the brothers watch the report. They're showing the footage yeah. now of the breakfast diner place killing. and they show him driving yep. the fuck away in the truck that's in front of his fucking house he's yep. looking out the window at this fucking truck <laughs> his brother her brother freddie is a fucking idiot because <laughs> he does nothing well what you suppose again the main characters here are very allergic to calling the cops immediately it's a very well, slow process of and also everything that's happened has happened really fast so I will say, like, probably the I, I wrote down one line that really kind of like uh, fits Russell Crowe's character. So what he says is, I've been chewed up, used and spat out. I'll make my contribution this way. Violence and retribution, because that's all I got left. So he's a guy with nothing to lose. Right. Yeah. And uh, he has decided that. Her honking at him is enough. It, that was the trigger for him to become a homicidal maniac. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he already was kind of a homicidal. I mean, he already had killed I mean, people before already, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he yeah. hammered like, but his she was, ex and, and w- whatever and, and burned a house down. Yeah. Yeah, he did that shit. But her no apology was all that was needed to go, all right, you're on my list now. So, yeah, this is a road rage movie. Which is above all else. And the first thing I thought of when I started watching this movie was like, okay, this is a guy on the edge and he's going to snap. Okay, this is like falling down. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a good call. I didn't even think about that. This is like falling down with Michael Douglas. However, it's not. Okay. <laughs> it really isn't. No, because, no. Like, that was this falling is down. way more shallow. Yeah, the falling down was a good one of the few good Schumacher movies. Exactly. This that was a dude who was on 
his edge and things happened and he snapped and and he became a vigilante this is not a vigilante no it's okay. just a fucking <laughs> this dude just snaps and takes his shit out on some innocent people who might have not been as courteous as they could have been yeah. on the roadway well he just says which you're gonna have a bad you're gonna have the worst day ever like he's just, he's guaranteed now like no exactly yeah like right after she honks at him he pulls up aside her it's like fucking apologize <laughs> and do you wonder why i carry a gun in my car yeah i was gonna say like what the fuck for for sweaty crows yeah i mean yeah you gotta watch exactly. out for them. it's like somebody is gonna fucking flip their shit well, especially if you watch this movie and I'm you're already like no if you're already happen. worried about that scenario watching this movie does not help because again there is very little police response throughout this movie and if you're like, I don't need a gun because if a situation happened, I would call 911 and the officer would show up and resolve the situation. This movie makes you question that. No, it's... it's and what, they're not in a bumfuck town. This is a major city. It's what you said. Yeah. A police response is a response. Okay. If you have some shit going down in the moment, the police aren't going to show up until either somebody drives away or you're bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> okay? And dying. I'm sorry. Police response is a response. They're not a pre-response. So... Yeah. Yeah. No. So, so brother looks at the window, sees the truck, and then... I was just going to say, he gets in there, he goes looking around, finds his wife, or fiance, and sweaty crow, and proceeds to... Hold a knife up to him, <laughs> and then accidentally stabs his own fiance to death. Well, I will give Sweaty Crow like props. Like he's like because he's he's already like beating her up. Like she's bloodied up, oh. and he's oh, holding yeah. her. And so when the dude has a knife and he's holding the knife like like he's about to charge with the fucking knife, and Sweaty Crow's like, um, okay, here you go. It just shoves his fiance at the brother. And like, yeah, technically you killed her because you didn't back up or do anything. All I did was throw her at you. But yeah, so yeah, he stabs her and then, of course, Sweaty Crow overpowers him as you were expecting. As he does everybody in this and, movie. Yeah, and no calls to 911 were made. So, and of course we cut to the shitty client who just fired her house where cops were pulling up there and no Sweaty Crow because, yeah. He's taking care of the brother. He oh yeah yeah the little, he's little fooled you moment. Ha ha. Oh, but yeah. he is also making the brother read a letter. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he re- well he calls he, he calls her up as she is going to pick up. He's like, "You need to go pick up your kid. You have three minutes. I have your brother." He takes a shot of the uh, of the camera to prove it. And then while she's running in the school together, he's like, "All right, let's. I'm going to get you to write this most fucked up letter as possible." <laughs> Yeah, and the funny part is, he offers this dude weed at some point. I'm like, you know, this probably could have been fucking solved by weed. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Like, hey, man, smoke uh, up, calm down a little bit. But again, if, the, if he's reacting to the hydrocodone with He's anger high fury, on hydrocodone I, I like worry. it's PCP, yeah. man. He, the, the, the weed might make him even angrier at this point because this guy's chemistry is all fucked up. I mean. That's true. Yeah. So, but pretty much she gets the kid. She demands, literally tells them, give me the fucking kid. They're like, we're on fucking lockdown. She's like, I'm the reason for the lockdown. Give me the fucking kid. 
Which again, now she's told multiple people this guy's trying to kill me, give the information. Still Nothing fucking no happens. real response. As she gets her kid, pulls out, we see cop cars pulling into the school. Not any cop cars following her in any way. Again, you know, sorry, but <laughs> oh no, sorry, lady, we gotta fill a report out at the school. Um, so then, of course, calls back, and now he puts her brother on speakerphone. He actually tells her to put her phone on speakerphone so that he goes, you know, is this Kyle? Is that the one I talked to earlier? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, I want you to hear everything. Like, almost like, you know, I want to make sure you also right. had the worst day possible. <laughs> like, it's a dual thing here. I'm keeping everybody's in check. You were in the car. Like, I know you didn't apologize, but you were in the car, so you, you also have to hear some fucked up shit. <laughs> And her brother's so fucking terrified, he fucking pisses himself. Yeah, I know. And what she brings up, he's like, you know, uh, all right, well, you might want to start talking because right now your brother's covered in uh, gasoline fluid and, and piss. <laughs> like, calls him right. out, man. Like, god damn. Lights his ass on fire, too. Well, he makes a re- yeah, he makes him read the letter, and the letter is pretty yeah. much like, Rachel, you, you know, you're responsible for whatever his girlfriend and fiance's name was getting killed. Right. You're a fucking terrible person. You really should learn to apologize and like adds all this shit. And then, <laughs> yeah, like I think there's something in there about manners and stuff like that, which is a direct like you, you could have apologized, all right, but you didn't. He's and, basically like a, a super roided up, angry old lady who's like, you should have apologized. Yeah, matters first, but the very How end of the letter dare you. is that is because of your rudeness, I will never see another sunrise. And you're like, <laughs> God damn. And then, of course, he's got the lighter. You're like, fuck, what's about to happen? And then a cop rolls in. And you're like, that's right. And Russ Crowe hides behind the brother tied up, covered in gasoline. And the cop is like, uh, what do I do? And then what happens next? Oh, he pushes his brother at them. With him lit on fire, shoots him twice. This dude is fucking built because he just shakes it off, runs to his car, and drives off like nothing fucking happened. Yeah, like he he threw, had a throwaway line earlier. He's like, "Well, maybe I just want to be suicide by you know getting killed by a cop." There's his opportunity. So obviously he's full of shit because he could have very easily just run full speed at the cop and gotten full full of bullets. But no, then we realize no, he's not going to try to do suicide by cop because that motherfucker runs the fuck away. Goddamn right. He gets shot, and he runs away. Now, we cut back to, now, like, Rachel has no idea because all she hears is her brother screaming, gunshots, has no clue what's going on. She's like, what the fuck do I do? Come to find out, you know, she starts realizing that when, earlier when she went to go pick up her son, that Sweaty Crow had been like, all right, you're at the school, now go pick up your son, you have three minutes. She realizes... Oh fuck! This dude is tracking me. Figured it's on the shitty fucking flip phone, but it's not the fucking flip phone. It's she had a tablet. tablet. Yeah. And you want to know the funny part about this? Do y'all remember earlier in the movie when she's in the back seat searching through a pocketbook and shit? She was right next to her fucking tablet and could have stopped this whole movie right there. Dude, there's so many things that could have stopped this movie. Again, <laughs> setting up a lock screen would have destroyed this movie because everything that happens is he has full access to her cell phone. If he had, she had a lock screen, that's the same. It would have been done quick. Yeah. It would have been a much um, shorter, more making sense kind of movie. So, but we wouldn't have been watching it then. <laughs> like, so boring. We wouldn't have this movie on this podcast because it'd be like, yeah, she had a lock screen and he fucking had got arrested by the oh, cops pretty Jesus. fast. All right. We need to get through this one. I know. Bit. I was going to say, so pretty much 
they realize the tablet has been taped again. I'll give it to I'll give it to Sweaty Crow. That time she was in the store, he got into her car, got her cell phone, found her tablet, taped these tablet to the bottom of her seat because eventually they yeah, search yeah. the car and he pulls out and it's a tablet with tape on there. I was like, that dude works fast because I mean she was in the store for walking around for what like a minute and a half maybe two minutes yeah, before she was he's bam so that's just what just happens when you're gas, unhinged like, yeah when you're when you're unhinged or, or you're on I guess hydrocodone like you you just you work fast man damn but she realizes she pulls up and they go oh shit there's a the GPS for the tablet also works the other way now we know where the fucking phone is where's this piece of shit right fucking next to them dun 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 but there's no gray truck what the fuck? Then she realizes her obnoxious neighbor, one of the that puts her name on the license plate. He on took a minivan. Her minivan. She sees right in front of him. There's that minivan. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and he ends up like they end up at her like mom's place. Well, right? what, what? happened? I guess before that, she sees a cop right up the way. She's like, "Okay, I know where he is." So she speeds up to tell the cop, "Roll down your window." Hey, the fucking guy that, like, the whole police force should be searching for is in the minivan. She's trying to tell him. Right. Cop, I guess, sorts to figure out. And then... <laughs> he slams into the back of the car, spins out the cop car, <laughs> and then proceeds to get fucking pummeled by a... Was it a cement truck or... It was yeah, just a huge no, that, tractor trailer. that was the trailer. early cop. But yeah, that's what's, uh, the one in the highway where the tractor literally... Yeah, gets spun out by the minivan. Yeah. And then... They cut to the cop who is like, oh, man, that was close. Goes to radio in, and then, what, like, 0.2 seconds, as he's about to radio in, fucking giant fucking Mack truck, truck just yeah, right. flats them. Didn't break at all, man. I don't know if that tractor trailer saw this as an opportunity or what, because that thing turned that car into fucking mush, and the cop into mush. Like, that well, thing went I mean, full obvious. speed. Yeah. yeah, we're talking about some maximum overdrive kind of fucking but shit. But she does end up ramming the minivan. Well, she spins him out, but then he gets the cop, and then he's chasing her, and she decides to get off the exit of her her neighborhood because she knows exactly. that those suburban roads, they're like a spider web. Like, they're very confusing. Exactly. Like, they reference, what game is There's it? Ac- Parker, you would know this. Which game is it? Fortnite. And they actually <laughs> describe the streets. The streets are a maze of spaghetti, is what... Freddie earlier in the movie said and what gave her the idea to go into the neighborhood. <laughs> there you go. And That's right. Between them going in the neighborhood and the crash, she called the police. And this is when it really hammers oh, in the last it. nail That's to show right. how fucking useless the cops are. Is she calls them and they tell her, "Sorry, we're too busy with the crash." Yeah. And she pretty much says, "Oh well, I guess I'm on my own." The tablet dies and she drives off. Yeah, I forgot about that. Literally. She calls, she's like, I have the guy. I know y'all are looking for him. It's all over the news, and this guy's been chasing me, and I know exactly where he is. He's he's on the highway chasing me. And they go, well, man, we got to deal with this accident. There's not any cops that we can send your way, so you're going to have to deal with this one. I was like, Yeah, but this God is damn. the guy that caused all this shit. <laughs> but they're like, I know, but oh, we only have so many cops, and they're dealing with the what accident. What town are they supposed to be in again? That's the mystery. Atlanta? I I I feel like they're not I don't know, unspecific man. This because... is why I don't call the cops. <laughs> okay, this is why I don't call the cops. So she yeah. Yeah, she gets in the, 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 the whole fu- this whole movie could be solved by quick response or a locked phone. <laughs> that, exactly. That, that simple. Or or just 
defending yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but she gets into the suburbs and the spaghetti-like roads of suburbia. Right. And she actually has a plan where she wants... She gets to her house that I guess she's not living right now. Yeah, her mom's her, house. It's her mom's house. It's her mom's house, yeah. yeah. She knows, that she sends uh, Kyle into the house to set off the side alarm, and then she's going to wait it out until Russell Crowe, who can't use right. the GPS anymore, slowly drives through this neighborhood. Again, we forgot to mention how he, he caused a few more deaths on the highway. Probably. Some lady yeah. crashing into the wall. Again, so even this minivan has been identified as causing accidents that killed cops and people, and now he's in the suburbs slowly <laughs> driving, oh. and nobody ever goes, hey, isn't that minivan on the news I just saw? Cause I was like, no, no. Mm. He takes time, but he's driving so slow, he finally sees her piece of shit car, and he's like, it's go time. Do you know what's funnier about this is that the cops find it more important to go to a silent alarm than a fucking maniac going through killing people on the road. You got a think great a silent point. alarm is more important. Because then they roll like three motherfuckers to that shit. Yeah. That is true. And they're there within what? That is very true. No, like two minutes of yeah. him initiating it. Now I will say it probably would cause a little bit more cops to show up as, as he sees her car parked there before he can do anything from the other side of the street comes another car that she's in rams the fuck out of that minivan. So. Yes, she does. Oh, and this comes with my favorite she line, tries. actually. She Yeah. Am I cool to say it? Mm-hmm. All right. So she pulls him out of the car, and he beats the shit out of her and proceeds <laughs> to tell her, you're always going to see my face, whether it's if you're thinking about your son, your lawyer, or your brother. You're always going to see my face and think of how you could not help any of them. Yeah. I just wish you'd done in the accent because that would have been dead on, man. You oh. you were sweaty crow right there, man. I was I was pretty impressed, man. That's really so, good. So so yeah. So <laughs> he he overpowers her and then he pretends to be a cop to try to get the sun coming. <laughs> yeah, he does. Right. Which I for some reason flashback to somebody going into a uh, house pretending to be a cop. To if anybody's seen signs when Mel Gibson's character comes in, he goes, "All right, you can come out now." The you know the the paddy wagon is. Already ready to take it, and like he realizes, <laughs> yeah, right. and I was waiting for Russell Crowe to make some kind of weird fuck up with that because it was all, <laughs> it seemed like the same thing. Like it's all safe, boy, boy, you can come on out, boy, boy, it's all right, come on out. Oh, We're the cops, God. cops are safe, come on out, you know. And he keeps trying and trying, and you find out the son was in this attic space. This it was kind of fucking it was smooth. Behind a fucking, it closet. was in the closet, and then a slide out door, and he was hiding there. But of course, as every character who ever is hiding from a killer mm. ever. He doesn't notice as he turns slightly, he knocks over some shit. So now, you know, the fake cop, Sweaty Crow, knows he's in the house. So then all of a sudden you see the door slide open. Yeah, because he immediately finds it, right? Well, no, no, no. The door slides open, but it's the mom. It is the mom. She doesn't slide in, crawl in, slide that shit closed, and let, you know, Sweaty Crow fucking, you know, pass out from, you know, looking all over the house. And, and bleeding blood. to death from gunshots. He, oh, yeah. I forgot about those gunshots. Well, he's on hydrocoded. Those gunshots mean nothing to him. That's right. Yeah. But she leaves. The, she goes in halfway, tells him, it'll be okay. Just be quiet. Continues to talk to him long enough that you're like, mm, okay. And then, of course, gets she gets dragged away. out because there's Sweaty Crow that's like, True. oh, you're in trouble now. 
grabs hey. her. Kid comes out. The kid actually represents. He grabs one of those fire pokers, right? No, Starts, that, that's well, his he, mom. Well, no, he grabs he gra- a shovel. Yeah, he grabs a shovel, hits her. Then she grabs a fire poker. But at least the kid's like not. Hey, they're fighting back. Yeah, he's like fucking it. standing up. So and, and she's getting the shit beat out of her like by him pretty fast. And he's still very strong for being shot twice because he got shot in the shoulder and in the side, right? Yeah, I mean, but oh he's full of rage in which my subtitles, by the way, at some points said growling sounds like which was kind of awesome. <laughs> it was some kind of sound like that where they were like, he's not making a word, but he's very growly. Yeah. And he pretty much is attacking her, grabs him. Knocks her over and then grabs a very looking for quick weapons. He grabs the fucking like wire, yeah, wire off from, a radio or no or TV. TV set, yeah. Yang yeah. said he's like, This will choke somebody and grabs and starts Wrapping choking the shit out of the kid. And then, oh man, oh, does she? They grab? reference it very early in the movie, and then she found it in her purse. That she has these special candy cane, candy cane scissors, scissors, yeah, for her her haircuts, and this is where we lead to the best fucking scene in this movie. Yeah, because she jumps at him with the scissors, action movie style. Eye. But action movie style, she doesn't run towards him. She jumps off the bed, scissors in hand, and lands exactly in his eye. Like if you ran towards him, that's one thing. But she like vault, like it's like the slow motion moment almost, but in yeah. regular speed. She didn't have to stab him multiple times. Yeah. No. And she, she, she lunged at him in midair and then lands into his eye, which was fucking awesome. And then, all right, as, as long as you're all right with Groots, um, I believe Parker would love to say the best and one of the final lines of this movie. So, so Absolutely. scissors are in his eye. He's still moving, kind of freaking out. And she says, here's your fucking courtesy tap and kicks the scissors through his head. Bam. Done. That was my favorite part of the movie. The movie's ridiculous. It went back 80s style action hero, you know, yippee Kaye motherfucker. That moment, that line was so amazing and ridiculous and fit this movie perfectly. So, do you know what was, was the most unneeded thing at the end of this? Was the fact that, what is it? They're on their way to the hospital. Oh. Well, because, yeah, right, the cops show up right after that. Of right? course, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. And they take their statements. They take all their statements and, like, blah, 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 resolving shit in the movie. Well, yeah, because, yeah, because the cop that was earlier had shot uh, Sweaty Crow is there now at the scene of the house and calls the mom over to talk mm-hmm. to her separately and then comes back with the news that Freddy, Uncle Freddy's alive. Mm-hmm. He only slightly got burned. He didn't get burned to death. So that's right. a plus. High five. So they're on the yeah. way to the hospital. Right. And guess what happens? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Somebody like fucking like runs a light and she hits the brakes and she's about to hit the horn. And the son's like, I'm glad you didn't do that. Yeah, good, hand- good choice, mom. Ugh. And I was just like, God, it's no. Her hands shaking, and she's like, she, she held herself back from honking the horn. Yeah, the kid. No, this movie's fucking rhetoric. <laughs> the, the fucking like the goddamn message of this movie is not about like, don't not back down to <laughs> to asshole drivers. Yeah. It, but that that scene almost like, you could have added the like wah wah where it's like good call mom like it was so necessary mind you 
she has to drive herself and her son to the hospital. You know what? Pay the little extra. Get the ambulance to pick you up. All right. Your kid almost was choked to death. You got the shit beat out of him. There's no reason to take a family trip to the hospital. Let's get that. Let's get that ambulance rider. Right. Nothing you- about this movie makes sense. <laughs> okay. Any like in that circumstance where they were, where they ended the movie, they should have all had like. Like freaking EMS rides anywhere they wanted to go. When they cut to the kid saying, you know, good, smart choice, whatever, you could see the lines on his neck where Russell Crowe had been choking the fuck. That's something you want to get, you you don't, you want to go to the hospital, but you are allowed to ride an ambulance. Again, you do not have to do self drive. Uh, Yeah. When you have like a crazy ass, like police presence. There are investigators there. There are people that are injured and hurt and all that kind of shit. Everybody yeah. on the police Everyone force is at that house, is by the way. getting a fucking ambulance ride. They're yeah. getting EMS attention, all that shit. <laughs> no, all we need is your statement, and you can fucking drive yourself, all right? No. All right, all right. No, no. We, so, we credits, get, credits, we get, yeah, we get a fuck. weird, um, probably the 30th version of um, Fear the Reaper for some reason. So, this one's a soft soft metal version so so that was fucking unhinged <laughs> it's, 2021 or it well technically came 2020. out in 2020 but yeah. oh my bad but it is uh, for us now i guess yeah it's we've covered a few of the 2020 movies we so. have we have we have we've again it's it's not good it's it's fucking ridiculous but if you want just to watch just insane plot devices and see Russell Crowe with whatever accent he's doing, wearing what could potentially be a fat suit and being sweaty and covered in blood splatter throughout the movie. This is the movie for you. He sounded like he had like a Georgia accent for like the first five <laughs> lines he had, and, and then the rest it. of it was just like Russell Crowe. Yeah, I think yeah. he sounded kind of New York in the restaurant when he was talking to the lawyer. Yeah, it was I like, still say Bill Clinton. It was a soft kind of southern pitch thing that got angry at times. But he didn't maintain it. I know, I know. And he sounded like he was just doing Russell Crowe American accent for like the last like two thirds of the movie. Oh man, this movie anyway, is so all right, all right. it's we, so amazingly terrible. I, I'll just throw out there. Is. All right, so we got we got to figure out at this point in the episode if anyone was gonna <laughs> pair this. As a double feature to show to friends or hated ones or loved <laughs> ones, you know, whatever it might be. If you were going to pair this with a double feature, what would it be? Oh, I got one I'm going to throw out there. And yeah. again, sometimes I pair it up with a good movie. So then you can watch the good movie, the good version of it, and then the shitty one. Obviously, the unhinged would be the shitty one. I would pair it up with The Duel, Steven Spielberg's first movie. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah, which is the ultimate kind of road rage where literally the guy that's chasing is in a fucking Mack truck and you never see the driver. And that's a better movie because of it. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I love that. No fat suit required. Love it. So I would definitely throw that out there. Um, Anything you could think of as a good double feature, Parker? I would pair this up with It Follows just because of how awesome that movie is. 
I know what you're doing, and that's the wrong podcast, but I know what you're doing right now, because you're just trying to piss me the fuck off. Well, actually, no, I'm going to back you up on this, because, like, It Follows is not a terrible movie. Yeah, it's a I know, movie. I know this, your dad hates this movie. I'm calling Lowdown right the fuck now. I don't care I know, recording. he hates this movie, <laughs> but it's not a terrible movie. It's actually well oh, shot. Oh, man. And, is that no? Is that your serious and one? It's a, and it's actually it's well shot, and it's actually a, a good concept. I'm not going to say it's the best movie ever, but it, as soon it as doesn't I'm, deserve the hate that you have as given. As soon as we're done recording, I am goddamn calling Low Down to let him know what just happened on this this recording. Are you are you seriously gonna like spank your teenage son? No, after I'm this just podcast? More, I'm just more ashamed, ashamed that that's what he would throw out there. <laughs> oh. It follows is not a not the worst movie, as you've painted it to be. Yeah, my friend. All right. So, do you have any other suggestions, or is that your go-to? No, that was the That's best fucking suggestion all right, all right. of all time. I oh, love that God. shit. God damn it, follows. All right. Anyhow, uh, Groot. So, what would be your? Uh... Okay. So my uh, double feature suggestion is not a double feature suggestion. It is a single feature suggestion, <laughs> and you should watch Falling Down and then not watch this movie. Because Falling Down is the best fucking movie of all time where Michael Douglas loses his goddamn mind, freaks the fuck out, goes off his rails, and wrecks shit and goes like insane, and uh, you don't need to watch Unhinged after that. Now, I will say this, though. The police response in L.A. is very slow in that movie, too, because Michael Douglas is able to shoot up a fucking fast food restaurant, fucking avoid getting drive-by, like killing dudes that are doing a drive-by. A lot of shit, and the cops always get there right after he leaves. Well, because cops respond to shit, okay? (laughs) And they do catch up with him later in the movie. Well, one cop does. The smart Robert Duvall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. After uh, she gets shot, you know, I, you like know the partner now, gets honestly, shot. However, I know I actually like, have to watch Falling Down. I haven't seen that in years, so now oh you my maybe, God. maybe I have to watch. The movie's this fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, the movie's fucking amazing. It was way ahead of its time. Like he's a, just a dude who just like freaks out. He's got his own psychological issues. He freaks the fuck out and goes on a tirade, vigilante justice, which I respect about that. In the sense that at least he feels like he's doing good shit. Right. Whereas Russell Crowe in this movie is just road raging and coming off of the fact that, like, he had a bad marriage and he killed his fucking wife or whatever whatever the fuck happened in yeah. the early scene. And he's just a psychopath. Oh, no, hold on. Hold on. There are legitimate things that happen in Falling Down that you're like, yeah, that would also bring out there. But one of them is that he goes to a, a the fast food restaurant, and they won't serve him breakfast, and that brings out the guns. I don't know if that's as legitimate as some of the other stuff in that movie. So there's a little that's bit true. crazy in there. There's a little bit crazy. No, in, no, 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 no. I, I'm not debating. There's there, a little bit there, of unhinged. There's a lot of unhinged crazy. However, he does not kill anyone in that restaurant. Yeah. He shoots a few tiles off the ceiling. I'll give you that. And man. freaks the fuck out, and then he gets his fucking breakfast. Like and said, then he moves I gotta, the fuck I gotta on. Watch, I gotta watch Falling Down now. God damn it. Is that, <laughs> I know. I know. Have you not seen that? Yeah, isn't that the one where he's like in a restaurant with the glasses and he like aims the gun towards the ceilings and shoots? 
Yeah, yeah falling yeah, it's, down. It's uh, the guy that played. It's uh, Michael Douglas who was uh, Hank Pym in the uh, Ant Man movies. So yeah, I just randomly saw a clip of it on YouTube. I guess it's worth watching. You're gonna have to watch it. Yeah. Oh, All dude. Right. No, that movie's awesome. Like probably my favorite scene and my favorite uh, to be a GIF scene is j- just him like using a Mac Ten on a fucking oh, phone, the, the booth. phone booth. Yeah, that's phone right. Booth. Just like that's right, because he's on the he's in there, and the guy's like took fucking too long, and he's like, you know what, fucking guns. He's like, now, now you need to find another booth. You've been if you hadn't been such an asshole, you could have used this phone, but you had to be an asshole, so go find another payphone. That movie was so which uh, Parker payphones um back in the day are were stationary the are cell phones that you had to put change into in order to call someone. So yeah, yeah. I oh God, I just realized. Horrible. Yeah, I just realized as we're talking about payphones. More than likely, Parker has oh, Jesus. no idea what a payphone is. Yeah, because there's literally probably like eight around Richmond now. <laughs> are, are, are they still up to eight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, no, it, it, payphones concept is very foreign to, to someone Parker's age. Near I a don't. government building, you might be able to find a thing that looks like it has a phone with a cable on it, and you would put money into it to call a thing. Yeah, I think y'all are just fucking with me right now. There's yeah, no, 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 way that no, exists. It, no, no, one, yeah. no. There's still a few around. I swear. All right, so it looks like we're gonna set up a podcast oh, just fuck. to explain old shit to people <laughs> not our age. All right, that'll be the next one. We'll figure out a name and stuff. But uh, yeah, let's right. go ahead and wrap this bitch up. So, right. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, this was unhinged. Uh, this movie. God damn it. That's dumb as fuck. <laughs> But um, there's other stuff out there and other options. And uh, if you want to give us some feedback, you can go to our Facebook page, um, suggestions uh, for beautiful disasters or schlock abuse movies that we could uh, inflict on each other. We love suggestions. Uh, So you can, yeah, Facebook, Beautiful Disasters Podcast at Facebook. Check us out. Uh, You can email us directly at beautifuldisasterspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you know, just fucking contact all the motherfuckers at the GUI network. Yep. GUIpodcast.com. Go on there. It has all the network shows. There's a little link there. Uh, if you, uh, you know, want to help out, there's an Amazon link. Click on that. Uh, throws back a little bit of uh, coinage our way. And um, also, yeah. if you, like, want to get some merch, you know, we've got a couple beautiful disaster shirts. All the podcast shirts are on Public. You know, Damn right. Link is again on that website. We so. are about to have a new beautiful disaster shirt. Oh man. Oh, I've had some designs sent. I'm working with the artist right now. We're gonna have a new one <laughs> real fucking you are soon. Sitting dancing. You are excited about this. No, design. no, I'm super excited. I'm gonna show you this shit when we uh wrap recording. Uh like the intro design. Anyway, yeah, we're gonna have a new design, T public. That's our fucking merch shit. And, um, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Uh, and as out- always, we're available on pretty much most of the podcast sites, you know, Spotify, oh, yeah, iTunes, yeah, yeah. you know, look yeah, up yeah. Beautiful Disasters. We're up to 60 plus episodes. Uh, some full, well, some are full length. Some are the schlock abuse where it's just groups myself. Uh, That's right. Inflicting shitty, shitty movies as opposed to sometimes good shitty movies on that's us, right so oh yeah i got some good revenge for you coming soon bro <laughs> god damn it oh yeah i got um, a good one but i think that's about it uh parker did you uh have a fun time uh you know watching getting a little unhinged and recording this episode 
Yeah, this was a good movie. I uh, <laughs> I've watched it three times since. <laughs> we'll probably watch it again. I mean, it's it's terrible, but again, it's fun, shitty, terrible. So yeah, I mean, any shitty movie is a good movie in my opinion. There you go. Fuck yeah. So um, All as right, always, well, yeah. Thanks so much for listening. I've been the Groots. F you Hunter. Parker Ritchie. Thanks. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. In a world ravaged by movie studios that keep rehashing the same things, only one podcaster has the guts to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit as he traverses the internet to bring you some of the best and worst ideas for reboots, remakes, and reimaginings of some of your favorite and least favorite TV and film properties. Ideas like a John Waters He-Man movie, Fantastic Four the Musical, and Aliens, done entirely with marionettes. What podcast would bring this evil upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. Available anywhere you get your podcasts. GUIPodcast.com <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.